Welcome to Kibi on Liberty. So, Wu-Tang, dude. <laughs> right. So you guys uh, give, send, go. Yes. Uh, Brother-sister partnership. And I want to get into the, the revolutionary aspects of, of democratizing philanthropy. But uh, you guys held a little party last night here in Vegas at Freedom Fest. Right. Wu-Tang, how does that happen? Oh, we're like tight. Me and Wu-Tang. Me and that rap music. No. <laughs> you're, just, you're just that cool. Yeah. I actually bumped into him right before our party. And we got talking, and I was like, hey, you want to come on over to a better party? And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he showed up, and right. it was great. And it was funny because I am not, you know, I called it rap music, and then I was like, oh, I don't think that's what I'm supposed to call yeah, it. <laughs> is that the right term? Yeah. <laughs> but he was super funny. His, right. his jokes were hilarious. On super down, yeah. down to earth. Yeah, he was great. Yes. Good connection. Is this your first Freedom Fest? It is. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a complete first. I hadn't heard of it before. So And there's cool. like uh, over 2,500 people here. Um, do people know about Give, Send, Go? Or are they like not knowing about it and excited to learn that there is an alternative to that evil empire? Right. No, this it's actually a very quickly moving enterprise. So it, it literally seems every event that we go to now we find more and more people are saying, oh my gosh, no, we know Give, Send, Go. This is amazing uh, because the platform is growing so quickly. It's, it's incredible. But the co one of the cool things about that too is that we do meet some people who go, because uh, yeah, it sounds familiar. And then you say Truckers or Kyle and, and they go, oh, absolutely. But that's exciting to us because it means the audience, we have so much still to grow. Oh yeah. Like right. we have not hit it yet. We can't wait that there are still so many people that once they find out about us, their lives have been changed for the better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so frustrating when you think you've you've sort of penetrated the public consciousness and then you're brought back to earth when um, no matter how much good work you think you're doing, like nobody knows. Right. And, but that that it's good to think of that as an opportunity, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I want to start with a story and, and sort of get into the background of why you guys created this. But uh, um, we had an intersection, um, we, we met a guy in D.C., uh, actually a local bar owner not too far from our house, a guy named Eric Flannery, who runs the big board. And um, we've been very outspoken at Free the People about, um, about lockdowns and mass mandates. And particularly the most offensive to me has always been uh, requiring uh, private businesses to require vaccination mandates in order right. to do that. And Eric was brave enough to say, you know what? Everybody's welcome in my restaurant. And the, the city government came down on him like a ton of bricks. And so he immediately set up a GoFundMe page because he was on Fox News and he was on Glenn Beck and he, he did my show and people wanted to help him out. And they pulled the rug out from under him. And so he's, he set up an account with you guys and that's, that's how he survived this, this several month long jerking around by the DC government simply for saying this radical thing, everybody's welcome in my establishment. I don't discriminate. Crazy talk. Absolutely crazy. And the fact that the government thinks that um, we ought to bear the burden, the cost burden, like if the government wants to implement something, what they were telling him from what I remember is you need to put somebody at your front door to right. block people. Yeah. Like, you need to hire new personnel. He's like, wait a second, I pay you 
to do this. If you want to do policing of some sort, you man up these positions. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy, the overreach, the government that thinks that, that they can just do whatever, destroy livelihoods and businesses. I'm so glad that he did come to give, send, go. Yeah. Because it seems so logical. Like, if you are afraid of COVID, don't go to that restaurant. Right. right. And if you aren't, then there's a restaurant you can go to. You know, leave it up to the people. It just doesn't make sense. I'm old enough to remember when our friends on the left actually thought that welcoming everyone to your restaurant was a virtue. Right. <laughs> I guess I guess the world, the world has changed. changed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think many things have changed. I mean, that whole idea of inclusivity is now completely foreign to the left. I mean, we talk about all the time our platform in in allowing some of these campaigns that we've allowed that they're that they're not we're really especially ones around legal defense funds so it used to be a very progressive idea that um that economically dispossessed people lifting them up so that they could have the same standing as wealthy people yeah was a a benefit it was a progressive idea what gives and go does is we do that by allowing people that don't a kyle rittenhouse it doesn't have all the financial backing to pay for his own private legal defense fund. Like if Bill Gates wanted to do something, he just hires his own private firm. Gifts and Go allows people that aren't necessarily in the biggest financial position to have same access to a great legal defense. I think that that's an equalizer. That's an inclusive. It's radically thing. democratic. Exactly. It is absolutely, right. and and that that's what I love about it. Um, well, let's let's talk about uh, Give Send Go is older than I thought, um, because we we all discovered it probably when GoFundMe started uh, judging who was worthy and who wasn't based on whatever their ideological matrix is. Um, but but that that value that you just said that everybody should have have access to this. You don't need to be Bill Gates in order to defend yourself. That's, that's, right. that, that used to be what they claimed they were, but honestly, that's, that's more true to who we are. Right. Yeah, so so why, why did you guys do this? Brother-sister team? Sure. So we started back in 2014. We had seen you know, GoFundMe starting to be a thing. Social media, people raising funds. We said, what a great idea. Like, easy way for people to access money. We're from a uh, Christian family. We said, this is what Christians who say we want to help people and live like Jesus and love like Jesus, like this is what we should be doing, right? Like yeah. when we see a need, everybody working together to help that need. And so we said, what if we were to build a platform like GoFundMe, easy for people to raise funds, but with another aspect where we can share hope with people. Because a lot of times when people come on to a crowdfunding platform, it's because they're in a devastation, uh, cancer treat treatments or a car accident or a house fire, like something really devastating has happened. Yeah. And so we're like, they're feeling hopeless. No amount of money is gonna fix that. What if we were to provide some hope for people? Let's make a platform that provides help and hope yeah. because we believe those go hand in hand. And so Give, Send, Go was born. We started walking it out year after year, watching it grow, but always saying, ah, oh, when will Give, Send, Go take off? When will Give, Send, Go take off? Because it was just, you know, we, like any business owner, entrepreneur, you think you have the best idea, you're going to launch it. And 
it's going to change it, the world. They will come. No. But it took <laughs> it about six years um, of us just being faithful in it and walking yeah. it out, learning yeah. the lessons. And we woke up one morning to thousands and thousands of hate mail. And we were like, whoa, this is a little different. <laughs> and we, we dug a little bit and we saw that a young man named Kyle Rittenhouse had found our platform because he had been deplatformed. And that launched us in a whole new season of Gives and Go. And yeah. now why we were created. We weren't sure back then. We just thought a great alternative yeah. now we know that um you know one one thing you said that that's pretty powerful and I, I don't think um the other platforms do this but but the sense of purpose and community um and and you you actually have essentially a support network right. for people so it's not just sending money right. Ex- explain that a little bit yeah i mean like heather said this is fundamental to who we are as a platform what we believe is that there are things bigger than money and that people can coalesce around those things better than they can around money. And so we want to create a family at Gifts and Go. We started an initiative recently called the Giver Army, givers that have just signed up to give to people they don't know on our platform, like to to strangers to help empower the world. The first team that we hired at Gifts and Go was a prayer team. Every campaign owner that sets up a campaign on Gifts and Go gets a phone call from somebody that has read their campaign and is willing to pray with them about whatever they're fundraising for. And actually, in the midst of COVID, when people were pushed into isolation, us bringing that into our platform was incredible because people were feeling isolated and lonely and they were having needs and they're setting up campaigns and then they're getting a phone call more than the money that they raised. And we heard this from multiple, multiple people. It was like, you know, that money, it was, it was cool to raise that, that even money. Even for Kyle. Yeah, even for Kyle. I mean, yeah. it was the messages that people sent, the messages of prayer, of support, that people can send through the platform. We have a, something no other platform has, a pray now button, where people can send a message. Um, and those things, they say, that when I get depressed, because we know in the journey of life, there's highs and there are lows and all of that stuff. They literally said, when, when, when we're feeling down, we go to our Gifts and Go page and we open up and we read these letters and messages yeah, of people yeah. and it lifts our spirit. It gets us back on track. And that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's so powerful. Because that's what I think is happening too, is that the left is in these big tech platforms are trying to make people feel like they don't have a voice and that's what they're doing. And so people can feel like I've been deplatformed. I can't, nobody, everybody hates me. Like a Kyle, mm-hmm. I, everybody hates me. Yeah. Like they all think I'm this murderer. And then he hears these messages and he's like, wow, thousands of people are standing behind not me. Yeah, I'm not, not alone. alone. And that is the biggest thing that we want to push with Gifts and Go is you are not alone. But 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 the way I think about it, like I, I've always been romantic about about tech and how it democratizes people and it liberates them and it empowers them to do things for themselves. And every time some sort of grassroots uprising starts to take over big tech, you know, there's there's some secret office somewhere um, where where it's like a game of whack-a-mole. We must stop that right. um, because we're losing power. And, you know, I was a former Tea Party organizer, and I remember um, there was this, this crazy ancient platform called Ning, and, and all of these activists were using, it's now, Ning is long gone, but they're right. using this platform to organize buses to drive to Washington, D.C. to come to these massive protests. And nobody, like even the park police who are responsible for knowing who's coming, nobody knew because it was totally decentralized and totally democratized mm. and thousands and thousands of buses were organized all over the United States to do that. Um, 
Well, that's when the machine started freaking out and they started picking on those guys. And I feel like every iteration since, and perhaps the most powerful is the ability to raise money without permission um, because they control that from the top down. So this, this might be one of the reasons why you guys have started getting so much heat. And, and did it start with Kyle Rittenhouse? Is that when they noticed? Yeah, I think, I mean, the, the, there was a, a campaign prior to that. You, yeah, I think you guys actually even talked about it um, called Save James. It was a young twin boys in Texas. Parents were, got a divorce. And mom was saying that James was a, a girl. He was four years old and started to, you know, split the kids. One's a boy and one's a girl. And dad was like, no, he's not. Like, he, <laughs> he, he completely acts like a boy around me. She was just manipulating the situation. And, and GoFundMe did the same things. What they did, they canceled his fundraising campaign for his defense to, like, actually raise his child the way he wanted. And that campaign was actually the campaign that was – it came to give saying go raised a lot of money the person that saw that campaign and when Kyle was getting kicked off of every platform he's like you know what I think that there's a a platform over here um, so it may have happened just a little bit earlier but Kyle definitely was the one that was like boom yeah. here's yeah. the spotlight on you guys and and what people saw was these people actually think on their feet they're actually because we fought Every big institution, I mean, Discover Card came out. All the payment processors were, were crunching down. We were on the fly, temp, like 24 hours a day, making switches, making, like, to keep the thing up, keep it going, because we're like, this is America. Yeah. What in the world is going on? And so we fought. We fought so hard. But they, they, it was definitely in that moment that the big institutions were like, who is this company? What are they doing? Yeah. And they're defying us. <laughs> yeah, there is, a, there is a super creepy model that they're trying to implement because um, debanking something, uh, somebody is a great way to totally destroy their lives. And, and this is a fundamental part of the Chinese social credit system which, by the way, is not a government system. It is a government-controlled private system. And right. when I see campaigns like this, and when I see, and we're going to talk about Canadian truckers, but when I see this sort of behavior, I'm like, wow, this is insanely authoritarian and dangerous. Right. And I don't. I think people are starting to wake up to it, but I'm, I'm not sure people are aware of just how, how dangerous it is to let institutions just arbitrarily decide you don't get to belong anymore. And then we say, oh, let's go to a cashless society. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> you know, even better. Let's let someone yeah. be, yeah. we have to use whatever credit cards we can get, whatever trackable money that we can get. And it's going to happen at the next pandemic because we know cash carries diseases. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to have to wipe it out because yeah. it's a physical thing. Thank you for joining me today on Kibbe on Liberty and for being part of our fiercely independent audience. Every week, my organization, Free the People, partners with Blaze TV to bring you this show. My guests bring smart perspectives on everything from current events to timeless philosophical debates. If you like what you hear, go to freethepeople.org KOL and support Kibbe on Liberty so we can continue to produce these honest conversations with interesting people. Now, let's get back to it. Well, we're going to have a government uh, crypto coin. Um, yeah, and we'll all be in the matrix, and it'll be over. But, but no, we're, it's. I don't want to get pessimistic because the revolution is you guys, and and so that these um, 
I want to get the timing right because you you had that small campaign and then you had Kyle Rittenhouse and then along comes this Canadian trucker thing. Yeah, with a lot in between. We had the the police officers, Breonna Taylor and George George Floyd, Floyd. and then all the voter fraud things and anti-CRT and all the anti-masking. So we became, you know, if you you Google us, you'll see, I, I think it's actually funny, it says the platform for trumpist rage and that's like what they call us i'm like oh that's an interesting you, one you good do, job yeah that's that's a good that one a trumpist like, that's rage. the vibe you're throwing yeah, off right now yeah that's what i that's yeah, yeah I, that's i'm like ah, rage that's me that's why me and um supreme are like <laughs> rage so what's, what's the, the the growth trajectory so Kyle Rittenhouse was what a year and a half ago i don't even know that. almost was it two about, years yeah, almost now two years. It was the end of august, august. In 2020 yeah and um so the, well, we'll talk about the growth in a minute because because right. yeah. I, w- I want to get to the Canadian truckers because yeah. um, you guys can fill in the blanks here. But I recall, um, you know, again the the authoritarian government of Canada and Justin Trudeau is <laughs> just oh. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> one of my just, <laughs> one of my employees bought me a book and it says my boyfriend Justin Trudeau <laughs> and it just has pages of poses of Justin <laughs> in all different poses. In, I, including I, the blackface one? Yeah, yeah. Probably, yes. It, it, it's actually super hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I keep it on my desk just yeah, to remind me of that. our, because we got called to Parliament, yeah. Jacob and I, to have to go testify in, oh, in Parliament. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. Yes, so. fun times. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, well, I, I want to hear that whole story, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the reaction, again, going back to the whack-a-mole metaphor, um, he thought he had it locked down, and he thought that everybody was in line. And then um, Canadian truckers, who who sort of represent that forgotten class of people who are not only essential but expected right. to risk their lives to serve the the locked down lap town class that are waiting comfortably behind closed doors for their <laughs> Uber Eats to arrive at the door, mm-hmm. having no idea how many people are involved in actually um, bringing food to people so that we can actually mm-hmm. eat. Right. Um, and, and that uprising, kind of like the Tea Party, came out of nowhere. And, um, you know, one of the first things that happens is people want to donate. And how quickly did uh, GoFundMe shut that down? So it was actually Tamara, who was kind of became the figurehead for Tamara Leach, um in Canada, set up the campaign early January. It's kind of like the first of the year. Yeah. And so the campaign actually got shut down right at the beginning of February, where they finally said, hey, we're going to we're gonna shut this campaign down, and we're going to take the money and give it to people that we want to give it to. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, we're, we're going to steal it? <laughs> we're going to steal it. Yeah, it, that's called stealing in most yeah. people's terminology. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I so would th- love to be around that board boardroom mm. table when someone's like, hey, guys, I have a great uh, idea. This, this will what, be the best marketing idea. Like, let's just tell them we're not giving the money back. We'll just give it to, like, our charities. Yeah. They're like, yes, And how perfect. much? It was, it was like <laughs> seven. Million. Millions. Nine. Nine, nine million. million. Nine Canadian. Canadian. Nine, nine, nine million Canadians. Canadians. That's so still like, real money. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. I, right? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So so in the background of that, which people don't really realize, there was uh, an earlier or campaign started right around the same time as Tamara had set, set up her campaign called Adopt a Trucker, uh, a man named Chris Gara. And he was like one of the founding movers of the trucker campaign. 
And he had heard about Give, Send, Go. He had already known about it. So he set up a campaign on Give, Send, Go. So he's got this campaign on Give, Send, Go. It's raising money like the GoFundMe is, but he's the one getting paid out because he receives his money. We, we let him get his money, like just, <laughs> yeah. just as, it, as it should be. And, and GoFundMe's not releasing any of this money to Tamara. So he's using his Give, Send, Go campaign to fund the whole trucker movement. Everything that happened was coming through a Give, Send, Go campaign that was running simultaneously with the, the trucker one. And, and then the, because the trucker movement started to gain momentum and people started seeing it, the GoFundMe campaign started raising a bunch of money. It could have gone the other way where the Give, Send, Go one had. It's just Tamara and, and the movement and her spirit brought that GoFundMe to forefront. And that's where the public uh, eye got on it and money really started coming in. It went really high really quickly from like mid January 20th to February 1st, most of the money on that GoFundMe was ran. It's just like raised really quickly. Um, and, and then GoFundMe started like, hey, we're, we're, we're not going to release this. And, and that created a storm. People right. were pissed off. And this campaign on Give, Send, Go became known that there was another place to give. And Overnight, I would like to say when we, I always say like the ne the next morning or when we we didn't wake up because we didn't sleep because all night long I think we had 10 million DDoS attacks that that day that that campaign went live, um, people trying to take us down, the, going trying to get on the site, half the time it would just be a 404 page because our our servers were being hit with so many bots and things like that. But yet in the morning, two million dollars in less than 24 hours had been raised because people were passionate yeah. about not letting that freedom be taken away that that GoFundMe tried to do. Did, did, um, did hackers ever shut it down? Did you guys ever go down for a while? We did, we took it offline. It was Super Bowl night actually, um, at around midnight. Um, the hackers had been were Which able I'm to get thankful his... for actually like everybody's watching Super Bowl no right. one's not keeps yeah. saying go if you're going to shut our site down Perfect like <laughs> super during the Super Bowl that's yeah. great you know <laughs> but but sure enough there was if you went to give send go it would redirect you to give send gone dot WTF and it would say give send goes frozen across the front of it because they were trying to freeze the funds and we weren't we said no you can't freeze these funds you, you're not the boss of us yeah yeah. Do you have any idea where it comes from, or is it just, is it decentralized, or is this a centralized attack? So so the DDoS attacks, I think, is pretty well decentralized. I mean, it's coming from a variety of different places. IPs, I mean, lots IPs, of IPs. Different just, countries. They're mm -hmm. just routing traffic through different places to mask their identities. As far as the, the hack itself, different than the DDoS attack, um, there was somebody that came out right at the beginning you probably saw the video and <laughs> shouted shouting and screaming in, in some demonic possessed <laughs> crazy like, <laughs> craziness about how he was the one that you know hit give send go um so that obviously we we have done a lot since then we've had forensic investigations we've had hired independent security consultants we've we've brought in a bunch of heavy hitters Pen testing I've, penetration testing we've we've yeah, yeah. we've got some we some really months. great department of defense contractors that have come alongside yeah and have ramped up now we're afraid to say this right because you want to come out and say hey guys we're secure <laughs> but mm -hmm. guess what that then invites right, right. yeah you know and so like that hacker 
guy up there, he had known connections to Anonymous. He was also a Canadian citizen, and he had done work for Canadian intelligence. You know, it looked very fishy from us. To be honest, we've reached out to the FBI. We've reached out to all of our intelligence communities here in the U.S., and they don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. They're like not returning phone calls, not willing to open an investigation. I mean, this was pretty a, a pretty big thing that happened. Yeah. And they're, they've completely like Nothing. just just yeah. let it, you know. And, and the fact is, is that the Canadian government had come out and said, you need to shut these campaigns down. Now, they didn't tell us that. We saw it on right. social media. We saw, you know, we heard it through the grapevine that this is what the Canadian government was saying. We kept saying, well, we're not going to. Um, and so the Canadian government, again, what we were talking about, about power, like they were losing their power. They couldn't do right. anything. And that makes people fearful. And so right. what they did is they started just throwing things to see what would stick in, I mean, in that I emergency think, act. Yeah, I think Klaus Schwab probably called from the Death Star. And, <laughs> and said, exactly. If you don't exactly. fix this, I will find somebody this who will. This is something, seriously. <laughs> right. Oh, my perfect. gosh. <laughs> so you, you guys have invested a lot to, to protect the integrity of, of the system and the community and yeah and continuing to do so yeah. continuing to ramp it up i mean the obviously technology is a moving target i mean it's constant updates constant rollouts everything you've got a platform that has a lot of functions a lot of variability in it a lot of growth and movement um so it's a constant evolution and we're just continuing to ramp up i mean we've we are in the process right now of bringing on another team just yeah. to continue outside team not give send go we want outsiders to just be hitting us all the time good the good guys mm -hmm. yeah. and reporting back hey this is what this is where you need to be this is what you need to be doing we have our own internal teams that are monitoring and looking at stuff because we uh, really want people to know that they can be safe on give send go and and that just right. leads us into you know every month we get subpoenas right like hey where you have a federal investigation on this January 6th insurrectionist or this person. And they've been starting to overstep their bound and say, we also want all the donors information. Sure. And we're going, uh, no, 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 hold up. We're not going to do that. Like, and so not only so are we breaking news. Yeah. So not only right. are we upping our security because we don't want a hacker to be able to come and release it all, right. but we are saying, no, we're going to be fighting this battle. And it's, it's probably going to be getting to that. That's why it's breaking news is that we're stepping in saying we will take this as far as to we need Supreme to take Court. it this is in be order to say battle. we will not we're not give releasing you. this information there are yeah there are the constitution protects the right of association the free this is the first amendment our freedom of speech our freedom to associate these things are fundamental to a free society and for the government a, a cursory look in the history of just our country i mean you could go to every government but just our country, can you can see the weaponization of government-collected information. Now, they want to... I mean, the internment camps of the Japanese in World War II, was, it was the Census Bureau data that the government took to then go... This was supposed to be safe. You know, right. we're yeah. not... It's, it's not going to be used for it's anything good information. bad, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then it was taken and weaponized against So all people. they need is a database of all the people who gave to this campaign and this yeah. campaign yeah. and this campaign and they start going oh we need to start watching this guy or this gal and right. yeah so this is going to be something that we're not only securing our site but also getting ready to step into the I battle of saying we're not going to give yeah. this up 
So you're building a legal team, basically. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very interesting moment. So yeah. from our prayer team to our legal team, to our <laughs> oh, you're all over the place. Right. Uh, so um, like, so as someone that's, that's ran nonprofits for all these years, you're, we're having this constant fight over the same thing where they want to grab your donor list in, in various activist states, particularly New York and California. Right. Um, I think this is a slightly different issue, but... It's it's in the same mm-hmm. bailiwick yeah. because they want they want to intimidate people not to give and and the origins of the protections for nonprofits and it may apply to your case um, was um, Martin Luther King's group was right. was being targeted yep. by segregationists and as it turns out the federal government it's like itself a, so NAACP v Alabama I think yeah. it was yeah yeah right so again going back to this earlier theme there used to be a time when we all agreed. Mm-hmm. That people have the right to privacy and the right to to speak their and minds now, and support causes they believe in. During Kyle's jumping back a little bit, but at Kyle's uh, campaign, a police officer you might have heard of this gave fifty bucks or something 20, like that. Twenty-five was it? Twenty-five bucks to Kyle's campaign with his own money. He just it probably autofilled his work email, right? Yeah. So it wasn't even a he didn't do it on purpose. Just happened, and he got put on leave and, and an investigation and he, he lost his job yeah. because of giving that. a donation. Right. And then it comes out, his chief is in a picture, full in uniform, uniform, walking with, with the BLM. BLM. Their, and, he, and, and William Kelly, the police officer was like, I don't care if that's what he wants to support, but why is it, this is right. a double standard here. Yeah, level playing field. And, and let me ask let me ask a kind of a technical question. Um, how do you vet the campaigns that Great you question. accept, and how do you how do you make sure right. that you, you're saying that it's fair and equal, but surely there are things you say no to? If you've made it this far into the show, it means I must be doing something right. Kibbe on Liberty is just one of the amazing products we created for the people. We tell emotionally compelling stories and produce educational videos for the Liberty curious. Our award-winning documentaries personalize all things Liberty, independence creativity, hard work, integrity, and perseverance. After the show, check out our work at freethepeople.org. And if you like what you see, donate to support what we do. That's freethepeople.org. Now back to the show. Right. Yeah, no, it's a great question. question. So there there are realities. There are terrorist groups. There are, like, government um, lists of people that can't access the banking structures, like yeah. terrorist organizations. And when we onboard somebody to receive funds, on the front side, I don't really care who you are setting up a com- campaign. It's who's going to receive this money. So every individual that comes on to receive the funds that have been raised goes through it's a KYC AML process. It's like opening up a bank account. You're, you're vetted that you're not on a terrorist watch list that you're not on a, a person of high interest, that there's that you pass. Um, not a fraudster. Yeah, like you haven't committed a lot of fraud in your life, things like that. Yeah, and so, so we do, a, we do a, a verification on that level, and then if there are other flags that our verification team finds in the campaign that call it out or, or point us to certain things, we dig a little bit deeper. Um, what you can't do is... And this is why we push it back to the people. We say, 
give, send, go. We're not going to be the if you want um, power source, power structures debased and brought back to people. You got to take responsibility for who you give your money to. Yeah. So we're not taking the responsibility of hey, I'm making sure that the uh, bodega campaign that was just started, that it is definitely going to them. We're going to completely verify that. That's why we put who's receiving the funds on the campaign page so people know. And this, that's, that's on your site. because It yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that campaign is on our site because GoFundMe shut them down. Yep. Um, <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> but. At least it's predictable, I suppose. Right. I mean, it's, we love it. It's, I mean, they, they have, <laughs> they've it. given us so much free advertising. I mean, they're our best marketing yeah. arm. I mean, it's, it's incredible. But yeah, so we do a full verification. We state on the campaign page who's receiving the funds so people can know that. And then they can make an informed decision about, hey, do I want to give to this person? And, and, and beyond that, we say, that's, that's, it's your responsibility as an individual. If you want us to be the responsible party, then we'd be just like GoFundMe. Shutting things down. Shutting things down sure. and making the determination. So if you pass that verification identity where you're allowed to access the banking system um, that, that exists right now, um, and we're looking at even other avenues around that, because we are very freedom oriented. We recognize that the government has weaponized things in the past. So cryptocurrency provides a potential for like um, really anonymized uh, financial transactions. And, and we're just, you know, walking those things out and trying to like, we want people to take responsibility for, for their donation habits and then um, allow, allow it to operate with, we'll let, you can't be breaking the law. You can't be fundraising for I'm going to go kill somebody or I'm going to do something illegal. Um, but pretty much if you're fundraising for legal things, um, that we, there's, that's it. And we don't have to agree. I mean, the Global Church of Satan came onto our platform to fundraise. Like, hey, go for it. This is what we told them. Like, I mean, How'd they do? Yeah, well, so, so our one caveat, in, well, we have two caveats. We have two caveats. So our caveats for our platform are... Well, no murder. Well, well yes. Yeah, so this obviously all the <laughs> illegal things. No, you, but no murder, which is well, yes. for us, abortion is murder. And so right. you can't raise money for an abortion on Give, Send, Go. Because right. no murder. Right. So bottom it's harm, line. It's that's a like harming a of a life. So we, life. we've said, you know what? They might allow you on, on Go F Me to, to fundraise for abortions. On Give, Send, Go, we don't believe in, in harming children. And so it, we're not going to allow that. We're not going to allow fundraising for it for that you can go there to do that um so we're going to call it go f me from yeah that will be, okay. right, be it yeah. and and then also if you're an adult and you are fundraising for your transition surgery and that's a choice that you've made and want to do it fine you can use give sango to do that if you are trying to fundraise to do that to a child sorry it's child abuse, it's child abuse. we're not going to allow you even though it, that may be legal you know in in the country in some places we're not going to allow that to happen on our platform. So those are the two things that we've really said, hey. But ad but adults, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're an adult. Yeah. Like, you're making your decision. Go for it. Like, you'll deal with the consequences of your actions, obviously. And we have um, our team that reaches out and says, hey, just wanted to know. We, we can see that you're going through this, and we'd like to, to let you know you. that we'd love to pray with you and just let you know that you're you were valuable. created. You're valuable. Just who yeah. you are. Purpose right? And value, but, yeah. but Besides that, you are an adult, and adults make decisions. We all make decisions that affect us and have consequences. Yeah. And we're going to allow people to 
And that's what freedom, that's why people are afraid of freedom is because we don't do good things with freedom all the time. And there are consequences, but that's what freedom is. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the, the and, and my beef is not that there's, and this is uh, Tim Pool's big <laughs> bug, is as long as it's a top-down system controlled by people, and, and let's say they're always good people with good intentions and good agendas, and then you get so big and some multinational monster scoops you up and, and then it just becomes another weapon to be used against the customers. Right. But my, my bigger beef is like have a transparent set of rules Whatever they are, right? And you just you just laid out some pretty clear yeah. rules. This is and, it, and this go fun, go f me if you want to uh, use a different platform. The only reason you'd come to our platform to do one of those two things is because you're trying to make a stand, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to the Christian Freedom Platform, and you know, yeah. obviously you're you're just trying to make a stand, which is what the Global Church of Satan did. They came to do abortion rituals on our site and we said oh sorry we don't allow for That's murder like the only thing. thing we yeah so go. it's even in your tenants on your website it says we don't no, harm we life. don't harm people <laughs> well, yeah but okay so do, do raise funds for your statues your statue, and Bal- your balfour whatever his name is <laughs> like like that's cool. Like, do do your thing. And so, I they I think they were trying to set up a, a lawsuit. And that's what we they, say. They, yeah. They're either a lawsuit or they're just trolling you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I I want people from different perspectives. I mean, here's here's like a fundamental thing for me, is and for both of us is we recognize we're human. Like I don't. I'm not God. I don't know everything. And in order for me to grow... We all heard it here. Yes, right. (laughs) In order for me to grow, I need to be challenged. I need people with different opinions, different views to challenge me on mine so that I can learn and grow. And I have to have an attitude that's willing to do that. And, And... the shutting off dialogue, shut, shutting off yeah. people's voices, or at least a sister that corrects you. Right, <laughs> right. exactly. Do you guys, um, do you guys uh, argue, fight a lot like siblings do, or is this a mostly peaceful relationship? I say mostly peaceful, but we'll see. Right, Jacob? Mostly peaceful, right? <laughs> know, say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> is that the first time you? Is that the first time you heard him say that sometimes I'm wrong? <laughs> Mark it down. Uh, you know what? We have a thing here, pinky in the brain, all right? <laughs> I'm, I'm the brain, and she's pinky. One time right? someone said, what are you, what, so what is the future plans for Gibson and Go? Like, and Jacob's like... I'm like, oh my gosh, pinky in the brain. Pinky. What are we going to do tomorrow? We're going to try to take over the world. That's you know, why I said, so who's pinky and who's the brain? And then <laughs> guess what I got stuck with? <laughs> Pinkies are super useful, though. <laughs> so talk about, uh, talk about the growth. Uh, I started asking this question, but I wanted to frame it a little bit um talk about the business um the size of the business who works for you are either one of you guys techies her more than me yeah Yeah. so we're you know i i worked at a marketing firm did some website design and development very basic stuff before this but but neither one of us were hey we can just sit down and code a whole site and so this has been a huge learning process one of our our first person that we hired was a developer um, from India, part-time, just helping us get this thing going. Well, actually, we, we hired the company. Yeah. So we'll, everything <laughs> was like limited resource. We're trying to like get this thing going. So it it really was a, a incredible, we say it's just a God, God thing <laughs> that we found this because in India, it's really hit or miss with developers. Sure, like yeah. their, their system doesn't 
off give people the, the mindset to think creatively creatively i'm totally thinking about outsourcing my team <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's sitting over there so. Yeah, so yeah and so we we hired this guy and actually we started building a relationship with him we went over to india for his wedding a few years ago which was super cool That's awesome. i Incredible. met him in person and then we hired him full-time when we got to a stage we could and then from there we have just added to our team from our prayer team our uh customer, customer service, service our creative team our development team um communications team and so 40 people yeah we're around 40 people on right the now team right now um in 11 states everybody's remote because we're an online platform so um how many we, countries because we're, we're in a bunch we're of countries. like Four, six five, different six countries costa rica india pakistan just you know various places um that we have people working so super how, cool how much money flows through the the donations right now yeah so we're probably seeing seven to eight million dollars a month um and it's growing at we're probably going to see 250 percent growth this year so that'll be we changed the way so we had yes. we'd been using stripe as our processor and we know that a lot of the things we had been using when we first started not knowing that we would ever be in a battle um we're now having to find backups and redundancies and move off of because we, we don't want to be stuck with being deplatformed and so but we had stripe as our processor and what we made people do is when they came to the site set up a campaign they were sent to stripe having to fill out convoluted information super confusing because it looked like business information and and then they would be brought back and people it was really confusing stripe shut a lot of campaigns down just because people filled things out wrong and then it was like a mess and people were mad and just within the last three months we made a new design on our site so our site's all updated nice new logo beautiful love it and then we've also changed the way our processor connects and so now when people come on they never leave our platform they can set up in minutes they can immediately start publish their campaign and start raising money before ever attaching bank details that's how go go me does it and we were like in order for us to compete we need this simple process and so we were able to pull it off in the last couple months as well as upping our security and all these other things but we are there it's been going for the last few weeks and we are watching explosive growth as it's become so easy to start a campaign on give send go yeah i assume most of them are not these massive big in the press kind of campaigns. Completely, yeah. I mean, 99%. I mean, obviously, those get the press and, you know, people talk about them. But this is what I love about Gifts and Go is so many campaigns of people just engaging the world in beautiful ways. I mean, adopting children and, and helping people in need and just doing some amazing things. And we love it. It's really, really like we're a part of so many different things, helping facilitate just amazing trade. This is why it's such a hope-filled thing for us, even because yeah. we're like, this is amazing. Look at all the things that people are doing. Hundreds and even of new in campaigns daily. and even in those sad campaigns, you know, where it's a tragedy, and there are many times Jake and I be like, oh, did you read this campaign? Like this three-year-old drowned or whatever, you know, like horrible, like tears brought to tears from it. We still are so thankful that we're able to offer a platform that they can have a community around them. They can get someone praying for them. They can raise money quickly and easily because that's the last thing they need to worry about at this yeah. moment. And, you know, um, I think we were talking about this before we went live, but, you know, the whole freedom philosophy, which is highly critical of the welfare state and this massive bureaucracy that, that we think 
actually harms the people it's meant to help. The alternative has to be you got to step up, right? And you got to do it, right? And this this is uh, I mean. Cutting out the middleman is everything to me because even you know large nonprofits are just as bureaucratic right. and, and, and potentially corrupt. But but person to person, this is it. This we is don't a need the government stepping in. That uh, was not what the government was made to a do. Year and to a half step ago, in, right? A year and a half ago, go f me, CEO. <laughs> every time you say it, it makes me laugh. Yeah, no, I'm like go f me. He gets CEO. a little more angry every time I know. you say <laughs> it. Yeah. He he. Well, it's just the audacity. Trump is rage. Yeah. It's the tr- yeah. It's the Trumpist rage. <laughs> he had the audacity to write like some editorial or whatever about how governments need to be stepping up to be helping and and I'm like you have a crowdfunding platform that's purpose is to get people right. to step up yeah. and help each other like you're speaking just the opposite of what your platform is intended to do this is crazy yeah. I'm so glad and so we wrote a response to that it was like no way. You're out of your mind. Why in the world people are you trying to People get... need to help people. That right. is governments were strength, not made to come in and It's the fabric of our country help. because real relationships are built there. And you know real... what? We're seeing it happen. So despite what you hear that we all hate each other, when there's a house fire across the street, no one's saying, well, that was a Republican or Democrat, Democrat right. or Libertarian. I'm not going to give. People come together in these tragedies when something happens. And that's the beautiful thing because what we're being told and what we're being, you know, everybody's saying that, that there's, there's nothing beautiful happening everybody hates each other that is not the truth and we see it thousand times over every single day on give Sango. yeah and that's the, to me that's the the optimism of of all of right. this all of this bad is that whenever people are left free to work together in cooperation from the bottom up magic happens right. and we just have to remind people that the people that are trying to divide you um, have an agenda um, to basically take your power away Right. Um, for their purposes. Make yeah. you fearful, then come in with a solution to yep. take away your freedom. Yeah, huh. It's crazy. At Kibbe on Liberty, freedom is a lifestyle 24-7, something you live and breathe and wear every day. If that describes you, you need the very best Liberty swag in the market today, just like this shirt I happen to be wearing. Go to freethepeople.org slash KOL and check out our exciting merch. You too can love liberty and look cool. Um, so you guys are at Freedom Fest. You're obviously um, you have some sort of growth plan. What's the right. what's the plan to turn on more people to this thing? And like, where's where's the company going to be in a couple of years? Well, we 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 really believe we're going to overtake GoFMe in the next couple of years as the leading donation platform in the world. Like our right now just with our new expansion rollout of all these new things we expanded into 80 countries from 40 to 80 so we literally have campaigns now on every continent except antarctica we're, we're trying to find that brave soldier that's going to just set up <laughs> down there. but uh um it, it really sounds kind of cold yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, we see uh, amazing things in front of us what we coming to freedom fest for us because we are not uh as much as we might have personal opinions about certain issues in society and stuff like that we want our platform to be known and used as much on the left as it is on the right like and and so we want to be 
at more things that are more open to more bigger audiences. So we're actively looking for where can we be, where we can engage with people on the left as much as on the right, so that everybody's using our platform, not just one side of the aisle or the other. And and so we, we've got some you know strategic ways that we're looking to do that with influences various people and and and, and we movies. know we we just know that there will be a day when everybody will need us like yeah. you might think you're safe and you have all you align everything with what the world's telling us or the country's telling us but there will be a day when maybe you make a decision and everybody turns on you and you will be thankful for give send go and we want everybody to know that we will be here for them to offer them help and hope because those two things are supposed to go together. Where do people find you if they want to start a campaign or just know more about what you're up to? Yeah, I mean, givesendgo.com. Uh, we have a whole bunch. It, like Heather said, we set out this new system. It is so easy <laughs> to get it's a crazy. campaign set up. It's incredible. Givesendgo.com, we've got start a campaign buttons all over the, the place. You can see what other people have done. We've got press pages where you can read about. You've got about us pages, all of that. And then social media platforms. We're all over the place in, in various social media places. Um, you can find us on, on the main ones and the not so main ones and, and everywhere in between. We're, we're just getting out there, getting the word about Givesendgo, our mission, who we are, you know, that that we love people. Like we, we find value in who people are, the, even the differences that we have. It's so valuable. And we want to promote that. We want to support that. I love people that I don't agree with, and I'm going to continue to. And I encourage people who are listening to go on to givesango.com and actually just scroll through, see some of the campaigns there. Donate if you have a couple extra dollars. Hit that pray now button. Hit the share now button. And just let people know that you're you're with them. You're taking a stand with them, you, you know, um, because that's how we'll start changing this. This is how uh, we're going to be that tip of the spear that takes GF me. No, I'm even shortening it more. Go uh, F me. GF me. We're going to take them down because people aren't stuck on GoFundMe like they are on Facebook, mm -hmm. you know, like all their pictures. No, when they need crowdfunding, we want them to know and think about us and know that we are a better platform, easier to use, more friendly, right. and they'll be free to do what they need to okay, do. Okay, I'm giving Heather the last word. I assume that's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yes. No, thank you for having thank us. Thank you, this is great. Thanks for watching. If you liked the conversation, make sure to like the video, subscribe, and also ring the bell for notifications. And if you want to know more about Free the People, go to freethepeople.org.